right. Thank you for joining us for another episode. Good old Jackman Radio. We're so happy you decided to join us today. Uh, we're recording on Sunday, March 21st, behind enemy lines, in the bunker in Milford, with Ricky Gray and Mike Jackman and myself, Eric Jackman. What a day, guys. I'll tell you what. I've been telling this to everybody, even saying this. The uh, it's the spring weather, man, is just, oh, not that I was really miserable all winter, but I was pretty miserable all winter, <laughs> mood-wise. And this, oh, this this weather is just helping. What do you think? Everybody went. We can't say it enough. Yeah, 65 degrees. I'll take it. Beautiful weather. So nice. And, um, you know, so much going on right now in the world. So many things. Uh, I mean, here in New Hampshire, we had Sununu. He's um, scaling back some of the restrictions for uh, COVID. And, you know, I, I, I feel I feel like things are, are getting better. What do you think, Mike? Are we, are we moving in the right direction? I think so, yeah. I think, you know, there's you're still seeing, um, you know, a lot of cases, obviously, around the state, especially in Cheshire County and Hillsborough County. Um, but yeah, overall though, I think they're down overall. I think the numbers are showing that and, uh, yeah, they're easing up on the restrictions, a hundred percent occupancy at, I think certain restaurants and, and places, um, obviously they still have the, you know, the mask and social the chin diaper. Yeah. When you can. Um, but yeah, no, it, it, uh, moods seem to be improving overall, which, which really helps, you know, it, it helps everybody's uh, state of mind. So it's. I think it's heading in the right direction, okay? I think it's going to be like a miracle by Easter. It's going to be completely gone. I'm going to snap my fingers and it'll be gone. That was incredible. But, yeah, we're just feeling better. The The, the weather is nice. Um, we got St. Patrick's Day behind us. We did, what did we do, a couple of boiled dinners? I did a couple. I ate a couple of boiled dinners. Yeah, I think you did two boiled dinners. Uh, we certainly had a lot of beer. Yeah. yeah, we need. To, I think we need to kind of dry out maybe for like yep. a month to, or two after that. Yesterday was day one of, I think I'm going to do 80 days dry with no booze. You know, people say, why do you want to do 80 days? Well, I want to see if I can do it. I think I can. My last one was no beer for 40 days. Right. So, you, so it wasn't a no alcohol. It was just no beer. It was just no beer because, you know, you can drink a lot of beer. You got the bloat down, do you feel? Oh, you yeah. You feel the, less bloated? Yeah, felt less bloated and just felt a lot better after those 40 days. But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do 80 days with no alcohol, and that will bring me into March, April, May, probably near June, into June anyways. And, wow, uh, that's quite a feat, man, I, um, we'll, I got to say. We'll reassess. So I'm gonna need, you're, you're my sponsor, dude. <laughs> I'd no, like you, to say that I'm going to be doing it you with and, you. <laughs> you and Ricky. Ricky, you're, you're one of my sponsors, man, so you've got to keep me uh, you got to keep me honest with this. <laughs> I'll help you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ricky, Ricky's, he's a disciplined fellow. Yeah. So right, he's and, uh, you know, my, my uncle hasn't had a drop of alcohol since October of 2010. Like 10 and a half years. 10 and a half years, he's been totally dry. So uh, props to him for that. He's... He's inspiring me. Um, yeah, I just, you know, not, not that I, I spiral out of control with it or anything. I just feel like I, I want to do a break and I'm, I'm ready to do it and I'm going to do it. Yeah, I think you're going to notice, uh, you know, mentally you'll be less foggy. Um, I mean, you know, the, having a beer habit, man, it's, uh, you know, speaking for myself, it's maintenance. you got to go to the store and buy it. So that's gas in the car. you got to have money to buy the beer. And you want to get a beer that you like, that you actually like the taste of. And right. I, I don't, you know, I'm not a beer snob, but I, I can't do like your Keystones or your PBR or, no. um, you know, I'll still do like Bud Light occasionally, but I need to at least have like a Stella Artois baseline um, or, you know, Bex or, uh, you know, something like that. So, I mean, every time you go out and get a case of beer, you're looking at, you know, it's 20 bucks. 
Yeah, roughly. Yeah, you're denting into a twenty, and and uh, you need to keep you know you need to keep the buzz consistent. So and also too, um, I'm I'm experiencing incredible wealth like a Saudi prince right now because all in the same week I had my tax return, my Uncle Joe fourteen hundo stimmy check, and a regular paycheck hit all in the span of a few days. That's nice. So the savings account is in real good shape right now. <laughs> right. So you're yeah you're feeling like and a Saudi prince who owns a mansion in Texas for the weekend. Exactly. And all the people inside of it. And then you can friggin' kill them all and burn it and blame it on faulty electrical wiring and fly back on the private jet to Saudi and Arabia. The U.S. government will clear you. Yeah. The, you, well, you're, you helped um, a dude get in with the Bush administration. So your, co- your cousin worked for the Trade Federation under W. Bush. So you're good. Yeah, yeah, but you can, um, you can kill journalists and you can have people right. chained up in a freezer um, yeah. at a house. You, you li- you're a Saudi national, but you own a house in Texas or maybe Florida. Yeah, and you can do these things. Yeah, so my savings account won't take a hit because you know we live we, we live in the Sunni triangle. We got Post and Beam, we got the whiskey bar, and we got like the Waterhouse and Harlow's when they're open. So that's our Sunni triangle of booze. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't you don't have to get in the car for any of those places. Yes, DW proof. So, yeah, so you're going to notice your pocket is going to be significantly heavier yeah. over the next 80 days. Yeah, so I'll keep all you guys posted on that. And if you want to send me messages of encouragement and love and support <laughs> and checking in on me, uh, those are all certainly welcomed. But I'll keep you updated on that. We'll pray. I'll pray for you. I'll, I'll take prayers. Yeah, take I, I don't know that I'm going to be able to do that with Eric. I mean, you know, I'll try, but that's yeah, okay. I, I like my beer, so that's fine. I'm just drinking water tonight, though. So yeah. That's a good start, right? Oh yeah, pulling springs. No, it'll be good, dude. You'll feel better, and um, and and too, what I like too, how you do it. Like last time you did it when we went to go for beers, you didn't sit there and be preachy and be like, "Oh, I'm not drinking." Why no. are you drink? You don't do that. No. So what other people are going to do, man? They're going to do. Yeah. And you don't. If, if someone asks me about it, I'll talk to them about it. But otherwise, I'm, I'm not going to be. Le- I'm not going to be leaning in on it like that and leading with it. You know. Right. But nobody uh, likes that. No, I don't like it when it's done to me. So I will. I don't do it to other people. Um, but yeah, vaccine passports. Sorry, report on Bloomberg that uh, flying and traveling. It, it's it's looking like some airlines and and uh, you know groups are going to be going in that direction. Really? So you need to have you need to have proof some that kind you, of identification that has or yeah. or like a document that shows that you got mm-hmm, vaccinated that you were vaccinated in order to travel. So these are private companies that are going to be pushing for this? There's, or? A, there's a couple of airlines talking about yeah, it. airlines. Yeah, a couple of airlines are, are, are exploring it, and they're probably going to go down that path. So. Some, some like ticket companies, like Ticketmaster already came out and said you're going to have to have some sort of vaccination record in order to attend a show, buy a ticket. Really? Wow. Yep. So anything that Ticketmaster is putting on? or you, or just That's my understanding. I think it's Ticketmaster and or Live Nation. That's, that's everything. <laughs> they, got, yeah. they control majority. I mean, they got a huge monopoly. Ticket Ticket Monster is like, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Wow, I didn't even hear about that. So I, I wonder is if that's going to include going to Bruins games that are they're going to open up soon. Um, I'll have to I'll have to look into that because I, I haven't seen. I've been following the TD Garden page and they've been putting out what they're looking you know protocols are and stuff, and I haven't seen any mention of uh, providing. Uh, you know, a requirement to provide proof that you've been vaccinated. Right. So, so now you're going to see an uptick in uh, people creating uh, fake counterfeit. <laughs> so I'm going to counterfeit s- form. This is going to be a new business that's going to spring up. I'm going to get scalp tickets to the game and a counterfeit 3D printed uh, vaccine card. <laughs> Let's get ahead of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Anyone we know who listens that's good with uh, graphic design and anything like that, um, I'll take some of my savings and let's. I got a business proposal for you. It'd be like a diploma mill, but for vaccinations. <laughs> yeah. A degree from Trump University. It's a COVID mill. 
Um, man, I don't know. I got to think more about this. I, 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 I'm not a huge fan of the yeah, idea that, of this. That, could that lead to kind of like a show us your papers kind of scenario, or, 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 you know, is that too? I mean, how do you how do you police that? How, how do you? Uh, well, it's going to there's going to be pushback. It's going to create a whole new uh, bureaucracy around traveling and getting yeah. around, and, and it's it's going to be even further. Another means of keeping they, they already have tabs on us for everything else. So you know what? I think you're going to just see probably uniform complicity uh, with this Compl- compliance. Actually, compliance. compliance is the word across the board because people are going to be like, you know what? I'll fucking I took the vaccine. Here's my documentation. I want to be able to travel. You know, it's it's psychological warfare is what it is. So um, I don't know. But then you're going to get people obviously who don't want to get the vaccine and they're not going to. Yeah. Yeah. So the, what? They're not going to be able to attend. We're going to start traveling by boat. We're going to take catamarans everywhere. Yeah, we're going to time travel with Elon Musk. <laughs> beam in and out of places with ports. Yeah, so what do you think, man? Do you think this is, this is a good idea, a bad idea? Man, I don't know. That's a, I haven't really, I didn't read this story, so I, I, haven't, uh, I haven't honestly given it too much thought, but um, it is, seems, a little, seems a little like uh, Big Brother, Yeah, you know, to be able to go enjoy a concert. Yeah. I don't know. Like... Can they say, oh, do you have your, uh, did you get your flu shot or your mump shot or your, you know what I mean? Like, what about your, that's like personal private information, right? I mean, we're, we're, you know, uh, right to privacy. I think that comes into play. Obviously, you, you know, the health of others and others' well-being, you know, you don't want to um, do that. But if you've been safe thus far and following the regulations and you're someone who doesn't get the vaccine, um, it's almost like you're going to, you know, you're going to have a scarlet letter on your back now. Like, are we gonna, you're going to be able to go to a private like a backyard party at someone's house and you know what kind of yeah this is going to be the new phase of coronavirus yeah for sure this is the next phase yeah yeah because i mean bloomberg's talking about it they're getting their marching orders from the from the higher ups who pull the levers on everything well if that was yeah if that was a bloomberg release then that's that's a nice (laughs) that's a nice pr uh press release (laughs) propaganda press release so um obviously obviously you know there's going to be an agenda for that there's going to be people who are going to get the contracts to run that, make money off it, and uh, you know steer it and, and make sure that there's compliance. But I don't know across the board how you really – is it going to be for outdoor stuff too or just indoor? I mean, right. I don't know, man. There's a lot of variables. But we'll keep an eye on that story. I yeah, just definitely. I throw it at you guys and spitball it and see what you thought. Definitely. Head of the boog. Dude, the Biden hologram video, did you see that, Ricky? No, I didn't see that. Where they're like saying Biden's a hol- he's fake because the uh, the mic the microphone mic like was weird. What's that all about? Yeah, I mean you can look at the raw footage. It it is really weird. Kind of weird. Look, yeah, I don't know that they're calling it a deep fake, but if you look at his <laughs> hands when he's walking on the White House lawn, yeah. there's like this boom mic that appears, and there's like it, was, it would be like impossible for it to be where it is in the video, like behind <laughs> his hands, even though it, it's weird. It is kind of weird. It is weird. I don't, I don't know if it's I'm a pixelation thing or. Um, you know, obviously, I'm not a Photoshop or uh, you know video expert, but there are some people who are. It's definitely along the lines of no planes, you know. Yeah, it could it could be it could be you know something like that. But I think Snopes said that it was real. So okay, as long as Snopes says that it's real, I believe it. Right. Because they, when I have a question about anything, I go to Snopes. Dude, Putin v Biden. Come on. Yeah, that would be the pay per view event of the year, man. So Putin basically, you know, said, "Come do a live stream or something." Like we'll have a discussion or. Or did he try to make it like, you know, it's going to be a pay-per-view event? Yeah, he invited him to just have a talk, the two of them, uh, you know, unscripted and live, which I, I think would be incredible. Have have we really seen two world powers, the leaders of world powers, do something like that? Not in a long time. I think that'd be awesome. It, w- it would be good for both countries. It would be great. Yeah, yeah. Any dialogue is good. And you know what? I hope that when Biden's in there that he meets with 
meets with people that are, you know, leaders of other country that were not... Uh, Especially unsavory characters. Yeah, who, well, who we call unsavory this month. I mean, they could be a freedom fighter next month. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? There's no, there's really not much consistency in that. So I would I would applaud Biden if he met with um, Putin, if he met with Rocket Man, um, Assad, any any of those leaders that are... Uh, yeah, that ghoul excess who, of ghouls. The ghoul who has the gym there with the... From Chechnya? Yeah, the Chechnyan ghoul. Like, meet with him, too. Yeah, you know? I'd be interested to see, you know, the reception of that, because obviously Trump did. He met with all those uh, leaders during his time, and there's some, you know, mixed reviews about him meeting together, where I feel like if it was someone like Biden or Obama or someone who wasn't Donald Trump, there would be a better reception, which, you know, is completely contradictory and hypocritical. Oh, the hypocrisy is, is incredible. Yeah. Uh, well, say I said to all the people, if Crooked Hillary went and met with Rocket Man. Nobel, Nobel Peace Prize. She's oh, a genius. She'd be amazing, strongest woman ever. <laughs> she'd be she'd be in the the new uh, DC Universe reboot of Wonder Woman. She'd probably be on like a ten dollar bill or something. <laughs> yeah, just for that. That's so true, though the hypocrisy. So that's why I'm I'm saying Uncle Joe, Creepy Joe, Zombie Joe, go go meet with them. Meet with the ghouls, man. It doesn't mean you're legitimizing them. It means that you're trying to move forward for the betterment of the people in both countries and interests that that serve everybody. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, it's better than just dropping bombs on them. Yeah. yeah dropping or, or, bombs and diss tracks. Or releasing them and then putting a new, um, you know, le- puppet leader in there. You know, re- it's better. Yeah, it's better than overthrow. That's for sure. Or dropping bombs. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it hurts the United States for us to to meet with these leaders. No, that was one of my hopes of a second Trump term was him hosting Putin over here at like a big summit. Just as like, he's this is his last term. He knows he's only doing two. So it's a complete fuck you to everybody. With the Russian ballet and yeah, like lots Rus- of vodka Russian and like dancing ballet. bears. Yeah, like have Sergei Fedorov there Dude. and um, uh, Ovechkin, you know. It would have been everything. With the, with the music too. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun, no, dun. The, the first playing the Russian national anthem, then the American one, just as a slight, you know. Do like a military parade down Pennsylvania Avenue. Yeah, yeah, but it's with, <laughs> it's, it's, it's Russian MiGs that are flying yeah. in the air and it's Russian tanks. They bring Lenin's corpse over and put it on display yeah. down at, uh, you know, uh, Pennsylvania Ave and brutes that, presiding over it with that, Putin. That would just be a show of strength, Mike. Strength and unity. But maybe if he gets in there in 24 and gets, you know, that will be his second and final term. That can happen. Right. That he'll lead with that. I mean, I liked what Obama did towards the end of his second term with Cuba. I um, did, too. You know, that was that was a step in the right direction. You know, how, how long are we going to this this small country that's 90 miles off the coast of Florida? Um, are we going to just, you know, call them terrorists and just, you know, not hurt them with sanctions and, and uh, you know, trade? And so, yeah, well, we'll, we'll have that posture so long as those American Cubans in South Florida have the political power that they do. And they do, and Miami-Dade. That, yeah, and, and that Florida is still a swing state. That's how long we'll, you know, kind of kowtow to that, unfortunately. So, yeah, yeah, no, I give Obama props for that. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, like I said, man, I hope Biden will do something like that. I'm not entirely hope, like confident that he will, but if he does, you know, I will, I'll, I'll be there to praise it and, and – uh, you know, hope that it's it's uh, something good that can happen. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and speaking of Florida, down in Florida, Ivanka is down there with Kushner, and they moved into their nice three point two million dollar waterfront condo on Billionaires and Island or something. It's called. Yeah, th- there's there's no poor there's no pores hanging okay. out around there. Okay. Um, and Ivanka is doing a rebranding, Mike. She's got to get some of that stink off of her from the last four years. And she's making herself available to the paparazzi down there. Can you imagine that's your job? Well, what do you do for a living? You know, like DoorDash or Uber Eats or, or I'm an Uber driver or, you know, I work at a restaurant. Oh, no, I'm, I'm F- Florida paparazzi. I follow around Ivanka Trump. Full time. Full time. That's how I pay my bills. 
Do you think it offers uh, insurance or any benefits? Or probably not. Probably not. No. Yeah. Glory yeah, retirement though. plan. <laughs> retirement plan. Yeah. You just just hope that Ivanka stays relevant, which she will. Or don't get hit by a car. You know, yeah. Don't you're trying get, to get the good shot. Yeah. Just hope that Lindsay Lohan wasn't visiting. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Ivanka and Kushner. They, I think, they made hundreds of millions of dollars over the last I four think, years. I think it's over four hundred million that yeah. they're able to grift so, off the whole I mean, thing. You know, in ter- you're talking about rehabbing Im- an image. It's like. I mean, that's what they did. They, were, they weren't really that effective. I mean, okay, Kushner was involved with a lot of the Middle East stuff. Yeah. Uh, he had his agenda. Uh, but then you got, like, the clip of Ivanka at that meeting, and she's trying to, like, talk to other, you know. Oh, at the uh, G20? Yeah. yeah. With those other world leaders? They look at her like, you know. Oh, they laughed her off like she was just like a, like a fucking little gnat. Yeah, so I don't, I don't see her. Yeah, she, I understand her wanting to do a rebrand and that they're not as welcome in Manhattan. That's why they're down in Florida. I think the the Trump name in, in New York has been pretty, you know, unless you're like a, you know, a New York Republican or you're like a, you know, a, you're, you're still a loyal friend of the king. Um, he's not welcome or the family in those circles. And they know that. So they've, they've set up shop, dude, down in, down in Mar-a-Lago, <laughs> down in dude, Florida. They got Matt Gates down there. They got Governor DeSantis. They got, I think Lindell's down there now. Dude. They, they, ben Shapiro is down there. Dude, it's... it's oh, it's Shapiro's f- in Florida? I, th- I think he's... Yeah, I or think so. was he in California? Did he move? No, I, th- I think he left California. Okay. I'm pretty sure he's down in Florida like now. A gated community like the... Oh, um, I mean, he's not living... What's the place called? He's the, not living... Yeah, the, the villages. The villages. <laughs> yeah, he's not living next to like a, a, a Cumberland Farms or like a convenience store. <laughs> No, I have bodyguards. I do. I have I have armed security. I do. I mean, look at me. I'm but, I'm a big uh, geek. These photo ops will allow Ivanka to do her thing, which is to look busy while accomplishing absolutely nothing. Oh, you know, we're we're here for it, though. Oh, I live for it. Yeah. So what? She's just hoping to just just well, it's just, she, just a branding she wants or an to stay image. In politics. She she said she's not going to primary Rubio. That's not going to happen. So, little Marco got in line. Um, but certainly, there's other offices down there. There's you know. The upcoming administration, whoever it might be, or whatever Republican runs, if it's not the, the emperor, she wants to play a role and be involved. So, I just thought that was funny. Yeah, no, that's. That, I mean, that's really how the, the name of that game, like out in California with the paparazzi. It's usually um, it, depending on how relevant the celebrity or the personality is, they'll have their agent or their manager or who, whoever contact and leak to the paparazzi. But if they're really irrelevant, like if they're really down on the rung and they're like you know below the D list or they haven't been relevant in a while, they'll just do it themselves. <laughs> like Prince Frederick von Anhalt would literally he would call uh, the paparazzi to say that Zsa Gabor is going to go get her mail. <laughs> You know, it's just like, oh, God. Have you, have you ever seen the movie Paparazzi with Cole Hauser? Mel Gibson, isn't he in that? Uh, no, Cole Hauser. No, I, I don't think I've even uh, heard of years it. Years ago, yeah. It came out in like 04, 05. Yeah, it's really good. It's a thriller. I have seen it, yeah, because um, he ends up fighting one of the, right? Doesn't he get into a physical altercation and one of the paparazzi dudes is like stalking him and his family and comes in his house and stuff? Yeah, so yeah, he was like out. So basically, the start of the movie, he was out to dinner with his family, and one of the paparazzi's were like chasing him in their car, and like they wouldn't stop, and they basically caused an accident um, that badly uh, injured his wife. Oh, that's right. I, I didn't know Gibson son, directed or produced son, like, it. Like ended up like paralyzed or whatever. Oh, okay. I feel like Mel Gibson was involved in that film. Um, Did he produce yeah, it? Yeah, I, no, I think he was in it. Was he in it? He had a small role, maybe? Yeah. He played angry drunk guy. Yeah, angry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> What's your last name? They didn't act. <laughs> no, no, they're just like, hey, Mel, will you go to a restaurant and we're going to film you at this time and uh, drinks are on us. Oh, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I think, he, he, yeah, he was a producer. Okay, I, I thought I got, so. I got to see this. I saw it years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's I'll, really good. Maybe I'll watch it later when we get home. What ends up happening? Oh, no, no we don't want to spoil that for you. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, we're not going to spoil it. Um. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, the whole paparazzi culture is is uh, it's disgusting, but it's 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 you know 
It's American. Well, it's American, but it's also, you know, um, what is it, a symbiotic or symbiotic relationship mm. where they kind of, the entities they use each, each other. other. You know, like, oh, I'm going to be, I'm an actor and I'm going to be flying out, you know, to another country and you want to come and ask me about my upcoming projects? I mean, that's that's a huge part of it. You don't think that they, that these paparazzi just randomly bump into certain people at certain times which you know can happen it's a game but uh, I mean certainly when I was in DC I saw a lot of politicians um, I think it was at Reagan that's where we we, we flew mm-hmm. in and out of Reagan is that also known as DCU um, or or DC well there's yeah there's Dulles and then Reagan is Reagan International, Reagan International. Oh, okay yeah, yeah. Um, I remember one time I was flying home from DC and I saw uh, Senator John Cornyn just oh, hanging yeah, out in Texas t- yeah just hanging out with his big head at the terminal I didn't bother him or anything. He's big head. But, uh, yeah, they, they do that. But, yeah, the paparazzi, I mean, a lot of people blame them, obviously, for Princess Diana's death and mm. um, for overstepping. And it is it is pretty disgusting, man, when you think about how those people get hounded. Well, they're bottom feeders, yeah, too. You should, you, should have a, you should have a private life, man. Well, we, there's some laws now that they've passed in California, I understand, right, that uh, involving they can't go near kids or something? Something, or? Li- yeah, I think there's there, there have been some more laws, but... Um, Oh, it's just a, that's a nasty business. Yeah. Yeah, when you watch the uh the Free Britney docu and watch some of those documentaries about like Amanda Bynes and Britney and Paris Hilton, um yeah, it's 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 just freaky. You have these people with cameras in your face running at you trying to get a piece of you and then uh monetizing it. Some of these celebrities if you get the first shots of their babies after their babies million bucks. A million fucking dollars for a picture. That's bananas, dude. <laughs> Think of what that does to that kid. So when the kid grows up, right, and, the, and oh. right, it's just a, it's an innocent little baby. I mean, and yeah. then you know you grow up in that world. How how are you going to be normal? Of course, you're going to have some kind of problem or drug addiction or you know have an imaginary friend. You know, right? Something like that. And, and Florida just it's, Florida doesn't never ceases to be in the news, Mike. Um, no. I saw this earlier that a drone, a military training drone that belonged to the Air Force, washed up ashore at a beach in Florida. Oh, like a big one? Recent, yeah, or, or, yeah, big old drone. And uh, they had to bring in an ordinance crew. Like some dude spotted it, and he called nine one one. And was like, "What the fuck is that, dude? It was an Air Force drone. No way." And uh, the the military released a statement. Yes, you know, we some they claimed it was part of an, an exercise where they shot it down. Okay. And then recovered it, which could be true. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm not an expert on drone exercises and programs, but. Wow! Imagine you're just a beachgoer and uh, you're looking at the water, getting getting some sun, and crack a cold one, and you look over here and you see this big. I think it's orange, like orange or red. Dude, that might be scarier than a shark sighting. Seriously, yeah. So um, that was that's kind of freaky. It was our drone. It was a beautiful drone. Beautiful drone. It's a hundred million dollars. Yeah. I asked how many people are going to die. They said a hundred. I said I don't like it. Yeah. So I called it off. He's like, and I sent it to Florida. I knew a lot of Iranian people in New York, and they're they're very fine people. He could spin it and say that the Biden administration was trying to attack him in Mar-a-Lago by sending a drone after oh, him and fundraise on my it. My God. And then have, you know what I mean? Like he they, could. He should. They, That's they probably would, Yeah, they would, they would do that. Trump people, if you're listening, you got a great got a great PR idea for you. Then have Ted Cruz do the video. Just last week, the Democratic Party tried to drone bomb Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> There's no showing the depths of their depravity or how far they will go against oh, the MAGA agenda. God. Ted Cruz. Is he up for re-election in uh, the Senate in twenty two? In twenty two, yeah, he'll get re-elected. Yeah, well, he, he's he. If the king doesn't go for the White House again, he's, you know, he's all oh, for president. Yeah, he's probably Cruz, he's, yeah, he's preening. Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd like to use that word. Yeah, like, I had to look that up. 
Yeah, doesn't it mean like like birth, attempting to burst through? Uh, yeah, like preening. Yeah, preening. I, I don't know. I'd never heard. I'd that. never heard of. That's an old guy. Like yeah, Brahmin. Brahmin. Like, New England. New England like, money. Yeah, we have a big house down in Wellesley, but we also have a cabin out in like the mm. woods of. Like, yeah. You know, C- combined net worth three to five million, probably between the the wife's family and his family. They wear the shit loafers. You know, mm-hmm. they have a nice boat. Yep. It's nice. Yeah, everything's. They real got nice. beach access. It's cushy. Yeah, it's there's it's you know there's no struggles. No, it's no, all good. That's good. But um, yeah, no, I think I think DeSantis is someone to look out for in 2024, man. I think he's he had a great piece in Politico about him that I read. Um, it, it reminded me of one I read about Buttigieg back in 2018. It's kind of like a preview of things to come. Right. You know, he's he's already really launched his White House bid, but he's also kind of looking at what the king's going to do. Mm-hmm. So I think if the king does run, I mean, I don't I don't see another figure being no. He'll in, clear, in, he'll in clear re- the field in a Republican primary. They dude, won't who, challenge him. Who could beat the king? No one. So I think DeSantis would be on his short list for a VP pick. It's not going to be Pence. No. I, I can't imagine Pence and the King have been in touch that much. Pence, he's in the wilderness now, Mike. Yeah, yeah he's, he's hiding out. He's in the witness protection program out in, uh, uh, what state is he from? Indiana. He's out in Indiana witness protection. <laughs> he's having uh, he's spaghetti hiding, with, with ketchup. He's hiding in some church somewhere, you know, yeah, in a basement, they, a They move him every two weeks at nighttime, him he's, and his wife. So. He's, got, he's got an S&M leather dungeon down there. My people have looked into it. Me and mother have to go at nighttime so no one can find us. Oh you know, they're, they're like refugees, Eric. Oh. But it's not, it's it's the MAGA world that's after him. Yeah. Oh, the MAGA pitchforks. Yeah. I mean, it's essentially during the sixth insurrection, Mike. Like, Dude, he was the guy that, he, like, he, he supported the everything the king did, dude, like, no matter oh, what. All the way from the, the grab him by the pussy tape, all the way yep, through. Everything. Stop the steal. And, and he still had them, like, turn on him, which is like, that had to freak him out, man. I think him, I think, can you imagine how freaked out he probably was? Yeah, I'm sure him and his wife were, were like, wow, we didn't realize how low this thing could go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. So I could see the king coming back, but I also still see that there's huge fatigue. Mm-hmm. So I just I just wonder, you know, who who they would put up. Well, Nikki Haley is running if Trump doesn't. Right. Uh, Cotton's looking at it. Josh Hawley's looking at it. Uh, De- DeSantis. Pence wants to uh, run. Pence, yep. Um, uh, Lion Ted. Certainly, maybe little Marco. You know, all the all those guys. So, yeah, the usual suspects. The usual suspects to, to take on the the DNC. It goes back and forth though as to whether or not the king will go for it again. Because I think his ego, it, it, it would be hard for his ego to to not allow sideline. Yeah, yeah, to do it. Or dude, he hands the mantle to Don Jr. Well, exa- yeah. Come on. I wanted to say that earlier. I think Don Jr. Out of all the Trumps, would have a future in politics. Oh yeah, he's, he he loves yeah. the blood sport aspect of it. Yeah. He loves going to battle. He loves the shit. He talk. loves firing up the crowds, dude. His his tweets are on fire. Oh, he's incendiary. He, dude. He's right at the middle of the culture war, dude. He's he. They like what he does. So I could see him running for governor in the interim, or um, you know, maybe senate or something, but or maybe even just go for president. There, I'm thinking about if I run again, I'll put him on the ticket with me. A Trump Trump ticket would be incredible. Trump. Trump, 2024. Trump Jr. I wouldn't put it past them, dude, to do something like that. No, absolutely not. I'd be here for it. It'd be incredible. It'd be entertaining. <laughs> they need to have cameras following it, man, because they still haven't released a definitive like Trump like yeah. insiders documentary. You know that there's footage. Oh, there's footage of everything. You know? Footage of everything. Whether it's someone who was uh, uh, sycophantic or if it's someone who maybe was a more critical approach. Dude, there's, there's got to be. Yeah, and everything in between, Mike. Yeah, they, they should. That would do well. That would do well as a documentary, for sure. Um, I just watched one on Netflix. It was a three-part series called Murder Among Mormons. Dude, it was fucked up, man. It was... Wow. Basically, this guy, um, he's just this young dude in the early 80s who uh, 
who said that he had these like never before seen obscure um, Mormon artifacts and documents from like Joseph Smith and letters, you know, that cast doubt about the official history of the church. And it got the Mormon leaders like all up in a tizzy and um, he just kept like, you know, showing up with these documents. So this documentary is, I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of the behind the scenes uh, inside track on that story. And a lot of, I'd never even really heard of this. So if you're interested in the true crime stuff, uh, definitely check out Murder Among Mormons. It's a three-parter? Yeah, it's not It's not too too long. To Each episode's like 45, 50 minutes. It was entertaining. It's also very disturbing. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the Mormon the Mormon thing is uh, it's incredible. They got a good, you know, they got just as good as, uh, I mean, that, that might be what, the third, maybe second, third or most popular religion in the whole country? Oh, At least a, second or third. It's up there, yeah. yeah. I think they have billions of dollars. They're very powerful. Yeah, they own a lot of land out there, and uh, they got a lot of su- suction, Mike. Well, they had their guy there, McMuffin, when he ran for president in 2016. <laughs> or oh, McMullen? McMillan, yeah. Hey, McMuffin! Didn't he win in Utah? No, I, th- I think he got a certain percentage, though, got out some there. Deli- a- yeah. Enough to kind of move it in one direction. Yeah, he's in a C- he was a CIA guy. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a weird... Looked like an alien. Yeah, I don't know. Like a, a Mormon spy alien. Something kind of about that whole deal that kind of... Something a little off. Could have been some kind of Romney plant. Yeah, for worst I come. I don't think Romney really has a big future, like, on a, on the national level with the GOP I mean, anymore. That, that because guy can't even fly without getting hassled by MAGA chuds. Oh, I know. How was your flight last night, Mitt? Remember when he said that on the 6th? <laughs> yeah. After those ghouls, like, hassled him at the airport? Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad, man, to see that. He, knowing he was the nominee in 2012. Yeah. And now they hate him more than they hate, like, you know, some people on the other side. Right. Right. I don't know, man. It's becoming more and more like Il- El Comancho and Idiocracy every day. He spoke at Paige's graduation at St. Anselm's. Oh, Mitt did? Yeah, he was a keynote speaker. Did you see? Were you there? Was she, were yep. you, yeah, you, I was there. He, uh, he flew in on his helicopter and landed on the uh, football field. It's <laughs> incredible. How, did he get a good reception? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. We, we've met Mitt Romney. Oh, I've met Mitt a couple times. He's, he's you know... He's slick. He's nice, like a warm glass of milk. He's very nice. He has nice hair. He's a you know a nice tan, he, not as nice as my tan. He's like he's a choke artist. He choked. You know what he did the last month of that campaign in 2012? He went on vacation. Mike, Mike, he went on fucking vacation. He went on vacation. He was on vacation sleeping. You know. <laughs> I have a Gucci store on Fifth Ave worth more than Mitt Romney. <laughs> Jeb Bush is up the road holding a rally. You know what they're doing at his event? They're sleeping. They're sleeping. They're sleeping. Yeah. You I mean, miss you miss that part of it, right? The shit talk, like the. Yeah. Well, you know, like I was saying to Reed earlier, we did our friend's uh, YouTube show, Reed Coverdale, the naturalist capitalist, um, who is just doing a bang-up job right now, bringing the liberty movement together, you know, getting more people involved with libertarians, uh, you know, looking at big picture ideas that unite us and not focusing on the bullshit that they try to divide us with. But, um, yeah, I, I said to him, it has been nice every day not being bombarded with the Trump derangement syndrome from the people who just their their lives are ruined because of him and then the people on the other side who blindly worship him and and you know say he can do no wrong and and, and go on about that and have the media report on every little thing yes. like it's the yeah like it's the end of the universe so right yeah i mean you know sleepy sleepy joe is going to do his term then mm-hmm. kamala mm. i don't know he might not i don't know man he was right. falling up the stairs the other day oh that, god and that, know. you know that's not something that you should really i mean yeah of course there's comedic value in it but it's like yeah, it is pretty. You mean don't want to see an old guy, eighty-year-old man, fucking <laughs> elderly abuse. Yeah, man. getting hurt, falling on steps. Yeah, you know. So I mean, you know, there's some good memes, but yeah, if if it's done, you know, in a way that's not vicious, 
Right. I mean, because he is a public figure. So, I mean, Gerald Ford used to fall oh, Lots of presidents have eaten it. The, the, the worst, the, the all-time one, though, was Fidel Castro. Oh, Dude, yeah. he ate it so fucking hard in that video. Yeah, he fell. He was he outside did, He on did a, a face plant. Ooh. Yeah. He was probably already well into his 70s or he 80s. Was pretty old at that point. Yeah, but, he, he uh, recovered. The king, during his four years, didn't have any big tumbles, but he had the toilet paper. Stuck to his uh, shoe. He had the hair flaps. He had the hair flaps. And then the ramp, he went the, cautiously down whew. the ramp. And it, you should have seen the thing. It was like a slip. It was like water country. <laughs> he, how cautious he went down it. It was like slip and slide. And then he spent 10 minutes at the next rally talking about how he didn't fall. And, and, and they loved it. Oh. Only he could do something like that oh, and turn so, it into a positive. It, it's so good. Yeah. So the entertainment factor is not there like it used to be. But no. then it comes back to, well, should the president really be entertaining? I mean, it should be in there yeah. doing the job, helping out the American people. And the latest stimulus, it's great to see it, but how much of it went towards corporations in reality? Most of it. Most of it. And then that that, that other one, the last one back in December, went to other countries. Tri- yeah. Trillions of, uh, yeah. Well, you can't get too hung up on it. I got my 14 hundo of the funny money Federal Reserve notes. You're and, happy. Uh, yeah, that'll buy me plenty of chicken. I need to look. I didn't get mine. I didn't get the last one. So I need to, right, we need, I need we need to, to, need yeah, to figure that need, out. Yeah, That's need, two grand. Right? I, mean, I mean, he needs to figure that out. Who, who, who can Mike call about that? The IRS? Ghostbusters? Yeah, you got to get a hold of the IRS somehow. All right. I'll be calling your IRS. You'll be getting a call. <laughs> Mike needs that two grand. But no, that's that's good, man. That's exciting. That went direct deposit into your account. It did. And uh, you're going to be buying a lot of chicken with it, right? Yeah, I'll be buying chicken. Uh, Not beer. No, no alcohol for the next, I think I'm going to do 80 days. I'm going to do it, guys. I'm going to do 80 days. So okay. Hold me accountable. You heard it here first. Yeah, I got the calendar at home. I'm going to mark off the days. Um, yeah, I'm going to try and save it. I'm going to really try and, like, I got a, a little nest egg, which is nice. Uh, I paid out all the bills and still have, have uh, some savings, so... I'm, I'm trying. It's not. It's not easy to save money. No. God, it's hard to save money. Yeah, it is. And still, try and enjoy life and yeah, have a social life. Live and, a little and bit. pay bills. And yeah. Yeah. Um, I did watch. I told you guys I was excited for Zack Snyder's Justice League. I did watch it all four hours, and I got to say I really liked it. I thought it was. Uh, um, even going into it, I was expecting it to be better than the 2017, uh, you know, film that was eventually done by Joss Whedon and, and it really I think it really delivered I think I thought it was great um, I think they spent you know 50 60 million dollars on some uh, color corrections some sound editing some uh, reshoots some new scenes um, and I think it really just helped the whole uh, the whole story and, and the whole DC extended universe so anybody who's a fan of uh, you know Batman and DC and Superman uh, I definitely think it's worthwhile and it wouldn't be a bad idea to watch it in chunks, you know. Four, it is four hours. Yeah, it's four hours. Okay. Yeah, and it was it was way better than the what the um, Justice League that came out back in 2017. So did they reshoot brand new scenes with um, Jared Leto and like Ben Affleck? So did they get Ben Affleck out of rehab yeah, for a, yeah. a few weeks? They had him come back for 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 all new stuff, which they shot last fall. Really, in 2020. Okay. So because of COVID restrictions, Jared Leto and Ben Affleck actually are not. They don't. They didn't shoot their scenes together physically. So the way they edited it and the way they shot it, um, it was you know different. But the, do they appear in a scene? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, they're in a. They big, were able to edit that way. Yeah, they're in a big scene together. Does it look good? Yeah, it does look Is pretty it believable. Good. <laughs> I mean, it's uh, Snyder wanted to put the Joker in even originally when he was doing it, 
and then he had to leave the production. Sadly, his daughter passed away, so that's why he. Oh. That's what. But he had already shot so much of the film. But they came. They had. You know, they came in and shot other stuff, and so the the film that you saw in 2017 versus the one that just came out, it's like two completely different films. Okay. Which is which is really cool to see. I want to. I want to watch it. They really were able to expand on um, the characters and their backstories and fill in a lot of the blanks. Um, you know, Jeremy Irons is great as Alfred. Do we get a lot uh, of Diane Lane? Uh, we yeah we get a fair amount some new Diane Lane we get a fair amount of Diane Lane I love as, oh uh, I love Diane Lane uh, Mar- Martha I think her name was right mm. Martha she's, Clark. she's in her 60s right uh Diane Lane yeah uh fi- I think late 50s oh, I love her she's in her late 50s yeah she's great um so yeah we get we get that um you know just like in the original uh, that came out in 2017 Superman kind of is, is sidelined for most of it because he's he's dead ish <laughs> you know <laughs> do we do we get a uh, Harley Quinn no. No Harley Quinn. No Harley Quinn. Uh, but we get allusions to Robin and... Uh, oh, okay. You know, uh, Jared Leto in Suicide Squad, everyone says it's shit, and it, it kind of was, but what he did in this one was... Does it make up for it? It's different. It, yeah. It's still... I, 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 Do you I, struggle with it, Mike? I always hate <laughs> trying to compare it to Heath Ledger or Jack Nicholson, but because it's, you know, they're trying That's to... That's the gold standard. Yeah. And he, I mean, even Joaquin kind of, mm. he upped the game, but <laughs> uh, it's better than Suicide Squad. It's better... And, uh, I, you know, I, I would support seeing more films come out with that cast, but I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, Marvel just eats DC's lunch, dude. They've just, they're able to turn that thing out. Basically, Marvel is McDonald's and DCU is like, you know, Burger King. King. (laughs) But it was entertaining and anyone who's a fan of the superhero genre, um, or, you know, Batman, Batman's always been my favorite. So, you know, I had to watch it, but I'm definitely looking forward to the Batman with Robert Pattinson. Um, and then the Flash movie, they're actually going to bring um, Ezra Miller back as the Flash, and they're going to have Michael Keaton portray Batman. So that's definitely and happening. Yeah, that's happening. So they're bringing Affleck and Keaton in for that movie, and then they're going to have Robert Pattinson in this standalone The wow. Batman. Wow. So there's, you know. That's a lot to all, consider. There's a lot going on, but it was entertaining, and um, I think it's, it's, it's worth checking out. So Keaton is going to suit up as Batman and as say so he's seventy, right? Yeah, he's like seventy this year. What are your thoughts, Mike, on this? Well, is, I think is this feasible? Like, is this beyond parody? Like, where are you? Well, there are graphic novel and comic book versions of old Batman, where, okay. like an old Bruce Wayne, where he mentors a new Batman. So I think that I think that's the angle they might go for, which I think would be pretty cool. And I mean, Keaton's still in good shape. I mean, he's made some action movies the last couple of years. And yeah, Birdman. He was. Yeah, Birdman was great, and he did. Um, oh, the, um, the American Assassin a, he was movie. A villain. He was a villain in Spider Man. Yeah. Okay. Which, which okay. I thought was good. Yeah. One of the better villains. That's true. And uh, yeah, he can still do that. I mean, and they got movie magic. So right. Right. They could do something where they have him in the suit and have it not be as cheesy. Maybe him hanging it up to pass it along to the newer guy but they could have st- him as the bruce it. wayne detective yeah helping out like me you know like the back at centcom yeah the bat cave I, and I, keaton i think keaton's my favorite of all time as bad yeah, you're real big bruce on wayne, keaton christian bale second but um no i, I i'm excited for it I'm excited for it, you know. People have such short attention spans and we can <laughs> we can believe that uh, Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton and Robert Pattinson are all Batman within the same 13 months of each other and <laughs> enjoy all of it. Oh, that's so good, dude. That's so good. And the um I haven't checked out um WandaVision on Disney Plus. Have you watched that, Ricky? I have not. I think Paige has watched a little bit of it. Yeah, what does she think? Uh, she seems to enjoy it. She, she likes a lot of the Marvel stuff. I, I'm not really a fan, to be honest. I never right. really got into it. Yeah, she's more big on that than you are. Yeah. You know, I like Ant-Man. 
Yeah, man. Scott Rudd, you know? Yeah, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is my favorite. Yeah, you really like the Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange is awesome. Is he, they're giving him another standalone movie, So they're right? doing another, doing a sequel to the Doctor Strange film, and it's going to be like a horror movie. They have really? Scott Derrickson directing it, who did the first one. Okay. He's the same guy who directed one of the... Uh, um, he directed one of the Hellraiser sequels, mm-hmm. Hell, Hellraiser 5 Inferno. Oh, okay. So he directed that, but he also directed Sinister. Oh, So he, he's okay. directing the new, the new um, Doctor Strange Doctor film, Strange. and it's going to be more of a horror-type movie. So I'm, I'm really excited and looking forward to Dude, that. Dude, we'll watch it together. Yeah. That, we'll, that, we'll stream it? Absolutely. We'll stream, so. get a bucket of chicken and stream that. Dude, sounds good, good to me. Pirate pile of Mountain Dews. Sounds good to me. And then in May on Netflix, we have, uh, speaking of Zack Snyder, we have his new zombie flick, Army of the Dead, coming out. So I think we've mentioned it before, but, you know, I like zombie films, so definitely looking forward to seeing that as well. Wow. So it's hard to keep up, Mike. It's a lot. With all the media that's that's available to us and that's that's coming out. And well, the joke is we end up spending more time uh, surfing and trying to find something and then agree on it than we do actually watching a movie. Yeah. And that definitely happens. I let, I let you and Ferg just do that. I, 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 just, I, I go on my computer while you guys do that uh, parliament session. We hash it out. And then whatever you come up with. I'll watch it with you guys. Although yesterday we ended up rever- we watched the wrestler again yesterday. We, we did. did, yeah, yeah. It, it's even, yeah. And then we watched the villages uh, that yeah. Darren Aronofsky produced. Oh, that was a horror movie, boy. That was that was. I've been wanting to see that. So that's about this. I'd call it a colony, just an like a fucking retirement community down in Florida. Retirement colony down in Florida called the villages, where there's just uh, these old retirees, couples, some singles. Uh, you know, everyone slice of life in the retirement community and they just live in this, it's like basically a city and the, what's the population? 150,000? A hundred thousand they have. A hundred thousand people that live there. Started back in the eighties with like 500 people. Right. Now it's a hundred thousand growing every day. Right. And so they have like, what one person say, it's like Disneyland for the elderly and they got like tennis, they got pools, hot tubs, restaurants, hotels banking i mean they have everything saloons ho- yeah. saloons uh live music they have the elaine club every member is named yeah, elaine every woman. it was a horror, it was like a horror movie they had them all lined up wearing like rodeo dance outfits and they're all dancing how about the cheerleader squad you know there's a waiting list for that what it's, it's like really ultra competitive they didn't get into it too much, but they got drugs down there. They got Viagra. Yeah. They had this old guy doing coke and oh mushrooms and like just like going on. It was $5 worth of cocaine, and I forgot that I had it. You it know? was in my wallet, and they they ruled on this Indian tribe. Like he's trying to yeah, say like that he's he, part of the Indian tribe, so he's exempt from their laws and their rules there at the villages. You could see how going into that bubble, you could completely lose your mind and just yeah. get, get lost. And, and Oh, I mean, the documentary was only 80 minutes, and I felt ill after watching it. Like I felt, I felt fucking sick to my stomach. Paige's aunt, uh, who lives down in Sarasota, her company insures a lot of people that live down there. No way. And she said they see some fucking crazy shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> well, dude, there's like illegal like golf cart chop shops and oh, like oh, the, yeah, the golf yeah. carts, Ricky, Mar- yeah. the margarita and golf cart oh, thing, dude. Oh, everyone drives a golf cart, dude, down there. And a uh, fucking wait, wait, a chop shop? Yeah, like there's like. Like like underground like black market like golf cart chop shops. <laughs> Put a nitrous boost on it. <laughs> yeah, it's well, wild. That was where that did that really ugly video emerged of that old white guy who it was down in the villages and they were doing a MAGA um like parade. Parade. And he he drove by the camera and he's like white power. That was oh. and then Trump retweeted it. Remember that? Oh, that was the villages. God. They are mega strong down there. Oh, they're cag. Yeah, he actually had a rally there with DeSantis last year. I no, he visited twice. The king visited twice. So. Um, yeah, I saw there was a, I think it was Vice did a, a documentary about being a Democrat in that 
<laughs> in in the villages, that. and yeah. yeah, you're pretty much outnumbered. Yeah. yeah, if you if you look it up, is in USA Today in uh, June 2017, drug raid in the villages retirement committee nets evidence of golf cart chop shop. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. well, think of it this way, like oh. Eric, you were kind of saying this last night. Like, so you get to a point, you do your life, your kids grow up, you know, you become an empty nester, or you're, you're a widower, or whatever, whatever happens to you, you end up at the villages. Yeah. You can basically revert back to w- what you were doing in high school. Yeah, like you can. There's acting classes, you know, you can become a you can do bowling whatever. league. People come from all over the country in the world to live there. Right. So when you show up down there, no one knows what your story is or who you you're are. You're coming into your first semester at college. Exactly. And, and you actually have money, unlike when you're in high school. <laughs> um, exactly. Oh, you can exactly. fill all those adolescent dreams. Oh, right. And oh, it's just seeing those single guys in the probably I want I want to get STD statistics from these places. Oh, they're high. They're, they're high down high. there. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. a lot of them are in fucking zero fucks given mode, so yeah, one of the one of the old guys was living in a van. He was kind of just yeah, that kinda, guy. Guy was gross. Yeah, that was scary. And he was like calling up ex girlfriends because he needed a place to stay. And oh, it was just it was he's a real leech. Like eighty one years old, dude, yeah. act, acting like that. Yeah, that's that's just what he. That's his plan. His plan was to just mm-hmm. move in and yeah, grip. he had some success, Mike. He did. Yeah, but he became untenable though. It was untenable. But uh, God, is that is that where we're gonna end up, guys? Are we gonna end up in some freaky? Fucking Matrix, Twilight like, Zone, uh, weird vi- like community like that. Oh, I hope not. And how about all the houses? How close they are to each other? Oh, too? Every, everyone's up each other's ass. They all know each other's business. It's 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 insane. Ultimately, it's pretty gross, isn't it, Eric? The whole thing is o- overall. Like I said, I fell ill after I watched it. I was, <laughs> I like wanted to puke kind of a little bit. So that that would be probably like the the biggest horror movie we've seen lately. That's the scariest movie I've seen since Midsummer and Hereditary. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Yeah. So we're just uh we're we're loving the spring weather and we got uh, a really cool new addition to our podcast studio that we finally uh finally got and put together that we can tell you all about. Um I always wanted to feel a lot more legit, Mike, with this podcast. And I yeah. re- I really felt there was you know, aside from getting into a nice studio and um, you know, having doing it more frequently like we're doing now, we had to get a neon sign. Hell yeah. So we are excited that um, I picked up the neon sign. I, I found a guy in Somerset um, who makes them custom made, and we had one made up, and um, it looks great. So we'll put out some pictures on social. You guys will see it. But, um, you know, shout out to our patrons for helping us make that happen. Um, you know, th- we have patrons throwing down five bucks uh, a month, and those are the kind of things that we put the money towards. So we're really excited about this, and... It's going to be, you know, a big part of our podcast and our image and, and the brand. You know, the brand is so important, Mike. It is. It's so, so important right now with the TikTok attention span, you know. We need a nice flashy neon sign. <laughs> yeah. And we supported New Hampshire small business. So exactly. it's a win-win for everybody. It is. It's going to look good with the photos, with the guests. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just recognizable. So we're real excited about it. And um, yeah, so we'll, we'll be putting out some pictures with that. So happy to have that. And, you know, we're just keeping going every week. And it's just so much fun. You know, we're doing it. We're doing it, folks. We're doing it. Infowars.com. Infowars.com. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us today. Yeah. Maybe we'll go on the deck and have some steaks. Yeah. Uh, Ricky, what'd you get? You got uh, like all new table set with chairs I saw. Yeah. Nice patio set. Dude. Yeah. Ricky's got a, got a new patio set. He got a new grill recently. Um, you know, spring weather, little man, page, the Raptors. Everything's as it should Everything's be. Everything's in place, dude, for just perfection. You know? Grilling, grilling is everything. We love grilling. Lots of grilling coming up. So, 
All right. Well, thank you guys. If you like what you hear uh, and you want to, you know, become a patron, go to patreon.com slash Jackman Radio and, uh, you know, like us on YouTube and subscribe. And, of course, we're available on Spotify and uh, Podbean. And iTunes and Apple. Still, I guess. We're on oh. all those. we got still some people who listen on Apple. So shout out to you. I think Eric Blaze said that he listens, I think it was on Apple or iTunes. Oh, right on. Yeah. So we, we appreciate you, Eric. We love you. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for the support. You know, we really, it keeps us Everyone going. who listens. Yeah, we appreciate you listening. And thanks for tuning in with us today. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope you're doing well and you're happy and you're healthy and you're enjoying life. Take care and we'll see you next time. <laughs>